let's go ahead and get into our review right now for you and let me get ready for it right here and let's see where we is right now all right everybody let's go ahead and finally get in our review tonight our only review tonight so people you know the buzzword in movies today you know multiverses are a big thing they are so big that we even have a multiverse Nicolas Cage right now even he has his own multiverse and the thing is he's kind of like our Nicolas Cage in a way except this other universe of a Nicolas Cage right here he's kind of like ours he's loud he's crazy he's got those same nervous ticks you know he does the same shit out there with that man also bad with money yep yeah. <laughs> Terrible with money. And will be in almost anything, any movie to pay off his debts. If you got a script, and notice I didn't say a good script. If you got a script, <laughs> and you got about, I don't know, $25, you could probably get Nicolas Cage for an hour. But the thing with this Nicolas Cage from another universe, he's a little different than the one that we have here on our Earth. This Nicolas Cage, for one, he likes women his own age. He doesn't have two sons. He's got one 16-year-old daughter. He's actually crazier than the Nick Cage that we have. And we assume. We assume, well, I'm, I'm assuming that he's crazy because he's just a little more desperate. And believe me, our Nicolas Cage on this earth right here, he's kind of desperate with some of the movies he's been in. But this one is just a little crazy and a little more desperate. And that's why when he's offered a million dollars to attend the birthday party of a billionaire, he says, I'll take it. And the good thing is, is that this billionaire, it's a good thing that he's not only a huge fan, but he's also... He's also a really, really, really nice guy. He even got a nice guy name, Javi. <laughs> it's, 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 it's adorable. It's very cute. Javi. Very sweet guy. Or is he? Because, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a report out there. There's a folder that the CIA has that says a whole different story. They say that this nice guy that you see right here, Javi, the sweet little Nicolas Cage fan, He's actually a ruthless cartel leader, trafficking in illegal weapons, kidnapping young girls, young teenage girls to influence elections so that he can keep doing his cartel stuff. And they say that, well, you know, and since you so buddy-buddy with him, Nick Cage, guess what? You gonna be the one to take him down since he your friend. <laughs> since, he, since he paid you to come to his birthday party and celebrate. And, you know, when you look at that, and they say, hey, you know what, congratulations, uh, Nick Cage, you just made it to the CIA. you just been recruited. And you know what? Doesn't sound like a bad idea on paper because Nicolas Cage, he's done some incredible things to save this world. He saved the world from chemical warfare viruses and chemical toxins and poisons out there. Yeah, a, a plane full of criminals. A plane, a plane <laughs> full of criminals, man. Shit, it's hard enough taking him down on, on, on land. <laughs> he took him down on Con Air. He was the only good guy on that plane. <laughs> took out a whole plane of criminals, saved the world from terrorists. 
This man even saved the world. Nicholas Cage saved the world from Nicholas Cage. That's right. Wearing John Travolta's face. That's right. Until they took the face off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So maybe, maybe Nicholas Cage is just what the CIA needs. Maybe the world. We don't need CIA, uh, uh, Nicholas Cage to, 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 to be in movies anymore. We don't need to see him make a comeback. Maybe we need to see him save the day in real life. And that is what we have here. Oh, if, you know, if it wasn't enough, man. You know, now they're making him save the stop cartel members and save the world and rescue governments and whatnot. How dare they ask him to do this when he's already having to suffer from the unbearable weight of <laughs> massive talent? <laughs> Can he do all that while carrying that burden, too? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer right here for the unbearable weight of massive talent, our a.k.a. Nicolas Cage. And we'll be right back with our review of this Actually, a highly anticipated film. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. <laughs> You're like, bitch, you crazy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit, I'm Nicolas Cage. Hell no, I ain't worried about that. What did he say? He says he loves you, but he went in a different direction. I'm done. I'm quitting acting. Tell the trades it was a tremendous honor to be a part of storytelling and myth making ah fuck man i'm driving through the hills i'm sorry one more time <laughs> we got another offer it's a million bucks it's to attend a wealthy gentleman's birthday party i would never do that it's the easiest gig ever you play yourself what do we know about this guy anyway is he into something strange it's not like he's gonna want you to suck his dick or fuck his wife or watch you watch him fuck his wife i wouldn't think so Welcome to Mallorca, Mr. Cage. The guy that owns this house, what's his name? Javi. Is Javi gonna want me to, uh... I am Javi. Nick Cage. God, this place is stunning. What is your favorite movie? That's one of those questions that's impossible to answer. You can't just limit it to one. Imagine me and you, I do. Is it too much? Is this supposed to be me? It's grotesque. I'll give you 20,000 for her. I didn't know that was a cliff! We could have died! I'm in position. I think that's the actor Nick Cage. Nick Cage? I love you! Have you seen Crudes 2? I'm 44 years old. Why the fuck would I see Crudes 2? I've seen Face Off and Con Air. What do you guys want? We're with Central Intelligence. Do you know who you're spending time with? One of the most ruthless men on the face of this planet. I need you to help the U.S. government. Let's kill this. Find a way into that room, Nick. I can see myself doing more of this stuff. I think I might have a real gift for it. Good, because we got another mission for you. No, 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 no. Your friend is working for the U.S. government. Don't lie to me. Are those my golden guns? They're my golden guns. I don't want to kill you. You're the last person I want to kill. I love you. I love you. I'm Nick fucking...
Now, as usual, I don't know what Martin feels about this movie. In fact, I'm, I don't want to predict anything, predict anything but Martin's I know they're looking at that trailer with disgust right now. He's just, I don't know, though. You've been known to fool me. He has a very strong poker face. You should play poker, Martin. No, I don't. <laughs> Martin, People say that when they want to take your money. Right. Martin, we should play sometime. <laughs> Martin got that look at this shit kind of face. <laughs> people like this shit so I don't know how he feels about it but I'm looking very much forward to hearing what he, what he has to say about it I'll even let my son come in here with a few words in a little bit but uh, as for myself so when watching this and people can already pick this up from the trailer this is a very meta movie right here Nick Cage is playing of course a version of himself and even though it's an exaggerated version there's a lot of details that have been changed from real life Nick, Nicolas Cage I got to wonder how much of this is just a little bit, just a little bit autobiographical. Because thing is, you know, while everybody loves, everybody loves him, some Nicolas Cage, man. I myself am a big Nicolas Cage fan because he's fucking weird. That's why I like him. But his Nick Cage personality in this world, in this movie, has become somewhat of a problem. You know, it's fun watching him be crazy it's fun watching him be crazy in movies from a distance. Someone's trying to kill me, man! The fucking hangers! It never just goes away. The goddamn contract is somewhere in the goddamn fucking files! Files! But if you gotta live with that shit... Was that all from Vampire's Kiss? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, thanks, most of it, okay. not all. But if you gotta live with that shit, that will get on your nerves. If you if if you have to have lunch with that, that's probably going to get on your nerves. And in this movie, it gets on people's nerves. The people that have to live with him, be around him, possibly have to hire him. He's up for a huge part, a, a, a game changing role in a movie. And he fucks that all up because <laughs> he's too much Nicolas Cage for that for that moment. He had it. He had it. If he just shut his mouth. Uh -huh. So, <laughs> so it's, you know, this is like admitting in a way. It's almost even Nicolas Cage like admitting, yeah, you know, people who like this, this could get old. If you got to be around it, shit is old for me. But it's very cool that he can make fun of himself in the rough parts of his life. You know, his financial troubles, probably some family stuff in here, himself. You know, all this seems to be him just having a pretty good sense of humor about it. But I'm going to tell you before I pass this off to Martin, because this is important, at least for me to mention. Because I think that while everybody's naturally is coming in to look at this for Nicolas Cage. I mean, after all, it is the Nicolas Cage movie. The one you really need to go see this for, I feel like, the one you need to really be looking at and having fun with here is Pedro Pascal yeah. as Javi, man. Uh, to me, he's the best actor here because he's the one that had to actually transform himself to a different person the most. You know, this, this, is, this is Nick Cage's greatest hits, and we all are there for it if we like this movie, you know? <laughs> You know, we're here for him to like, hit, you know, do his thing. Pure fucking evil. You know, all that kind of stuff. Everybody wants to see that. And we, and if you're Nicolas Cage, that's fine. A Nicolas Cage fan, that is. That's fine. But uh, Pedro Pascal, man, 
uh, he's the one that really, really transforms himself into a different character from the things that we've seen him in. He's gone from these tough guy roles to what seems to be, you know, in this movie, what seems to be a really sweet guy who, despite, despite living this lavish billionaire lifestyle, is actually in this movie. He's it's this what makes him so 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 adorable, man. He's he's really just this awkward, very socially awkward, nervous fanboy nerd. What is this like a, a little um, Stanislavski improv thing? Well, you can stop. Stanislavski is he part of the resistance? Stop! I am your guest. Gabriella ripped the bedspread off me this morning. Now you're sending me on like a wild. Goose chase! I'm sorry, but you can't quit acting. You can't. That's none of your business. Whether you like it or not, you have a gift. And that gift brings light and joy to an increasingly dark and broken world. And to turn your back on that gift is to turn your back on the en entire human race. Human race. He's like, God damn, even my ego's not that big. <laughs> and I mean that and that's considering the title of this movie. <laughs> He's like, come on, man, pull back a little bit. You know, uh, and maybe it's just Nicolas Cage is making him act weird in the movie because again, it's kind of sweet just to see him trying to like be trying to act natural around his his hero in the movie. But to see, you know, because when you watch him, he's a uh, when he's around Nicolas Cage, he's just he just geeks the hell out, man. He's nervous. He's trying to be cool like Nicolas Cage. You know, they're doing that thing, like trying to find the right position to be in so that he looks just as cool as he does and looks ends up looking just about as stupid as I do right now. <laughs> you know, it's, he's you know, he's he's adorable, man. And uh I haven't seen him this vulnerable. Listen, we've seen him be some tough guys and there have been vulnerable moments in that. You know, I haven't like when seen he got his eyes plucked out. Well, I was about to say he, I haven't seen him this vulnerable since he had to since he had to carry a little baby Yoda around the galaxy, he started out tough. He tried, he tried. He just had that one episode of a uh, of a uh, Boba Fett where he's like, "Oh, oh, I missed you, baby Yoda." Oh, oh. <laughs> we are. We have not seen this vulnerable when he got his head crushed in in Game of Thrones. Flash your head in like this. <laughs> hey, the funny thing is, when we were watching Game of Thrones, we laughing now, but everybody was like that woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I screamed when I saw it, like, sure, <laughs> Exactly. I was like, oh, I feel nauseous. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. The only thing that's scary about this guy, Javi, man, the only thing that's weird about Javi is that Javi is too much of of a super fan like Javi is one of those people where he has a room a whole room full of Nicolas Cage memorabilia man and he knows more about Nicolas Cage than even Nicolas Cage knows about himself he's like how the fuck you know that that's not even a movie that's my life <laughs> he's like I know everything about you I read every every line of note every press every press release you know it's uh 
you know, he's the kind of fan, like I said, he's scary because he's the kind of fan where, you know, if, if Nicolas Cage ruined Hobby's idea of what Nicolas Cage is, he'd probably put him in a fucking room and break his foot or something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's some shit. Yeah, I know like, all that him talking about, like, I, I'm going to quit acting. I'm like, yeah, you know, oh, don't, <laughs> don't, don't yeah. say that to him. Yeah, <laughs> you want to pull some misery shit right now? <laughs> Nicolas Cage would never do that. <laughs> Believe me, I know Nicolas Cage. You're like, you never met me before. You know, but, uh, and I'm going to show you one more clip to show you how he crosses the line. This is how much of a weird fan he is. Because when Nicolas Cage says, you know what, I'm just not feeling it creatively right now. There's so much going on in my life, my family. I felt like I've just not been the person I need they, they, I, they, I, I need to be for them. He's like, well, that's okay. Let me just kind of kidnap your family <laughs> and fly them in real quick. And you can talk to them yourself. Can I just call my family quickly? Tell them I love them. What? There's no need to call them. We are here. Dad, Nick, are you okay? What, what the hell is going on? Your friend called to say you were, you were so sick you couldn't <laughs> talk. We were worried about you. You want to deal with me, Harvey? You deal with me, but I'm begging you, please, please leave my family out of this. Unfortunately, I can't do that. You've left me no choice. Are you dying, Dad? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, come on. No, physically, he is tremendous. I mean, he will probably outlive us all. Boy, he is so in love. <laughs> he is so in love with Nicolas Cage, man. Uh, you know, this is... Uh, I, 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 Nicolas Cage is fine. Like I said, I'm a fan. Enjoyed the movie. But Javi was the one. Pedro Pascal was the one that really, really, really kind of brought me in when they were hanging out together and made me like this movie. Um... But you know what? Let me pass it off real quick, right here. Well, uh, not to take anything away from Javi, but I like Nicholas Cage uh, a lot in this, in as much as even though he's crazy Nicholas Cage, he's still toned down from crazy Nicholas yeah. Cage. Yes, he's, he is. He still he he comes across more as, as just a very neurotic actor uh, who has to go through all the things. That you know that you yeah. know actors do, especially if they've been famous for a long time. Uh, unfortunately, that also means uh, you know a family that's sick of his shit. Yes, <laughs> very much. <laughs> and you know, you, and you you fall into the whole thing of like, well, you're never around, and even when you are, you're reading scripts. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you're right. But you wouldn't want me to compromise my vision, would you? Like, <laughs> go. It's all about, yeah, it's, it's all, all about, about him, you. man. Yeah. All about him as a daughter. He's trying to mold his daughter to be him. Mm -hmm. Hey, you don't like the Kevin of Dr. Caligari or whatever the way he yeah. pronounces it. Yeah, like, yeah. no, why would I want to watch a whole hundred-year-old German black-and-white movie with some weird shit? That's you. I know, but, you're, but you're, you're, you're better than these other kids. You like these kind of things, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm the dumbest uh, of my other friends. She's she, she just playing. She, she, she really <laughs> did like it. But uh, to your point, uh, Pedro Pascal is great. Uh, I see it more like this is more the real him and all those other tough guy roles is him really acting. I think that's why he's able to pull this off so well. Plus, from what I understand from the Q&A that they did at South by Southwest, mm -hmm. he genuinely is a Nicolas Cage super fan. And, really? and has a room of Nicolas Cage memorabilia. Not to that degree. I was about to say, so he's crazy too. Yeah. He's crazy <laughs> Nicolas Cage. But, but this was kind of written with both of them in mind. It was one of those like, look, if I can't get you guys to do this, then the, the project's just dead. Hmm. So that, that's a lot of what make, makes this work. And they have a great bromance in here. Oh, uh, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's fun watching them together, especially coming from the, I don't know about this guy, to, well, maybe he's all right, to where... 
you know what? I think he might be my new best friend. Yeah. Oh, oh he's a murderer too. Shit, man. <laughs> well, that just puts a damper on yeah, things. Sure we, could, we could probably work around it though. <laughs> yeah, man. No, they, they. And when I when I'm talking about Pedro Pascal, don't get me wrong, man. I I like both of them yeah, together. Yeah. I really like. I said I'm a Nicolas Cage fan, man. I love Nicolas Cage. I gave Nicolas Cage movies that everybody else looked at me like, you gave that shit what? <laughs> it's like, hey, man, but Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Shut up. You idiot. Nah, man. I I really, uh, I, I, I think that if it weren't for these two people in this movie, I wonder what this movie would be like without them. I mean, you know, uh, uh, because everything else, well, I'll get into that in a little bit. But I will just say, like, this is these two are the reason to see this movie. And, of course, you know, that's the way they're pitching it. But I do believe that their bromance, their relationship, the whole buddy comedy thing that they have going on really does live up to the hype for a lot of the uh, a lot of the expectations that people have for this movie. Uh, they're great together, man. I love them. I love them together. Uh, and people, you're not going to love this too much, but I got to do it anyway. I have to stop. And I messed up. I have to do an ad real quick and I have to do something and correct myself on something, man. Uh you know, for somebody, for somebody who sits up here and talks about how much they love, and I do, how much they love this this language learning app, Babbel, mm-hmm. I sure messed up my words. <laughs> 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 no, let me, I got to do an ad real quick and we'll get back to Nicolas Cage and old Javi over here. But I led y'all wrong on something, man. And that is when I talked about Babbel. I had a good segue for it, too, yesterday. Boy, uh, I had to take it out. Uh, 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 Carlos walked right into it. I said something to Carlos. I said, I made a joke talking about itty, bitty, bitty, bitty. And Carlos said, oh, you speak my language? I said, hell no, I don't speak a language. Maybe I could if I go to Babel real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he was fuming. He was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and I want to tell you this, because it's not a bad thing. I just want to make sure that you get this, because Babel is a language learning app you can learn several different languages on here. And I told you that I'm using the app. And I showed you yesterday how I have the app on my phone right here. I even have a lesson queued up and ready to go. Thing with Babbel is that they want me to tell you about their 15-minute lessons. And I want to let you know that I've been doing lessons on here for five minutes. And it's been doing just fine with me. I'm picking up a lot whenever I'm just kind of standing around waiting on something. If I got five minutes, if I'm sitting on the toilet or something, you know, I actually pull up, pull this up and I'm learning Turkish. And what's cool about Babel is that, you know, they do it in the way where we all learned it when we were kids by association. Mm-hmm. You know, see, when you when you go to something formal like a school or something like that, people don't people want to be treated like adults. And sometimes you need to be treated like a dumb kid when you learn a language. You know, you have to things have to be repeated to sure, you. Sure, sure. They have your repetition. They got to point at visuals to mm-hmm. let you know what is that right there, and it works. Repetition, association, and like I said, little chunks of five minutes. As long as I'm consistently doing it, it's uh, it's it's working, man. I'm gonna come in here one day and show you how I'm gonna have a conversation in Turkish with my wife with the lessons that I've been doing here, and the reason why they work, besides what I just told you. The experts who put the lessons together, they're language experts. They're not put together by a computer, and they're not put together by some pre-existing program or something out there. No, these are taught by people who love languages and know languages and know how to teach the people. And you can learn 14 different languages right here. I'm going to pull them up. You know Turkish is one of them. But you can also learn 
French, German, Italian, Russian, Portuguese. There's good old Turkey right there. Dutch, Swedish, Swedish, Polish, Norwegian, Indonesian, and Danish. And the other cool thing about this is that they use speech rec recognition when they teach these lessons. And what does that do? That just keeps you from sounding old like a country, old stupid ass when you go to another country because your accent is off. This actually tells you how to pronunciate and get those accents right. So you just blend in naturally wherever mm -hmm. you go. So when I say hola, that's not right. I'm going to... I'm going to get you this, Martin. I'm okay. just going to buy this okay. for you because okay. you need it. Okay. I mean, if you're talking about hola, <laughs> you need a whole lot of battles. That's what you need. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, and they also have, in addition to some of the lessons that you can do on the app, uh, they also have podcasts that you can have here. They got games. They got videos. They got they stories that you can get into and listen to to pick up all of the languages here in the words. I uh, think they might even have some classes that you can, uh, some lessons that you can uh, pull up. Uh, and here's the biggest thing that you need to know. As I said, don't worry about this feeling like going back to school, going back to college, sitting in class all day. This is a lot of fun with the games and all the other things that they have in addition here and the way they teach you this, it is a lot of fun. So what I want you to do is I want you to try it out and you got nothing to lose when you do that. In addition to a 20 day money back guarantee if you go to babble.com forward slash toasted you can save up to 60 percent off your subscription people that's more than half off this app right here again you got nothing to lose with the 20 day back money guarantee and just in case you decide to keep it you're saving money by having 60 percent off your subscription all you gotta do is go to babble.com forward slash toasted let me spell that for you b-a-b-b-e-l.com forward slash toasted that's t-o-a-s-t-e-d that's what i messed up on i had an old code oh and this is the mm. recent code so if you tried to use this before and it didn't work try it now and it should work and again i want to thank Babel for sponsoring this portion of the show and i want to thank all of you out there uh gracias <laughs> gracias thank you out there you're learning. You're learning. That's not Turkish. I'm lying. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. That's, that's but funny. if I want to learn Spanish, there I, you go. I can go to I can go to Babel right here. Muy bien. See the señor. Yes, I can go to Babel. I want to thank all of you out there for your support. Uh, somebody in chat said French. Nice. You need Babel for more than. And you know, with me, I don't want anybody to get this confused either when I'm talking about hobby the whole time. Because I'm talking about hobby, that does not mean that there's not a lot of fun Nicolas Cage moments in here. You know, they got moments in the movie where he's trying to, I mean, it's, it's silly, man. Some of you might not be into it if you just don't like really goofy, silly things. Because they got one where he's, his body ain't working. He got some kind of chemical in his body and he's trying to do some covert CIA heist work and his body just going limp and it's stupid man. It's, yeah, it's, all, it's all stupid yeah it's stupid but it made me laugh man i'm not gonna lie and they him they got a whole scene where him and javi on lsd just running and driving and from, nothing, from nothing from <laughs> nothing <laughs> just, just looking around ain't no there ain't nothing there they just run, running around and driving around i mean now we're getting into some like really silly stooges type stuff man and i and i like that kind of thing because the thing is is that you know while it's goofy while it's silly, they're being goofy and silly together. 
mm-hmm. and they just make it work because that chemistry is so great. I wouldn't imagine. I wouldn't. I, 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 if they weren't friends before, I could see these guys being friends after shooting this man because they're so the chemistry is so great. Um, but anything you want to add here, man? Keep going. You know, pass it on to you. Oh, okay. Uh, you're right. They they have a great chemistry, and it's always good to see them. And it does get silly and stooges like it's <laughs> it's that kind of. Uh, <laughs> on the top kind of silly movie that uh, like I said with the bad guys it works when it's animated because it's like ah, it's animated characters and when it's real people sometimes it's like alright it's a bit <laughs> guys um, it, it's it's fun to watch them and everybody else who's in it seems like they were incidental like look we this movie's about them and uh, we need somebody here you you show up and play this role yeah. right here uh you you nobody <coughs> nobody else is important in this movie <laughs> no they no they are not <laughs> they could have been played by anybody uh if, if they leave and you, you don't even think about them matter of fact you go like oh what happened to that guy well you're oh, right yeah. because i'm looking at like ike bernthal who Bernholtz, like Ike Bernholtz, when he's in the movie, for the moment that he's in there, yeah. he's actually pretty funny. But it's like, it really is gets, it gets to more like, you know what, man, I like you, but why the hell are you here? And <laughs> even he went, yeah, why am I here? Yeah, yeah, he has nothing, he's nothing to do. Yeah, he, no, he really yeah. does. He has, he, you know what he, he has, the, what he does in the movie is to be himself like he is in most movies. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. He, he's, he's just playing another version of Ike Bernholtz who. This time is a CIA agent. Yeah. He's like a G.I. Joe. You just put a different uniform on him, and that's what he's going to do. Exactly. Uh, T- Tiffany Haddish, I thought, was uh, like, because I've seen Tiffany Haddish is, I don't think she's that great of a dramatic actress. And I only say that based on one movie I saw with her and Oscar Wilde. Uh, Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Isaac, God damn it. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no. Oscar Isaac, who, Oscar Isaac is one of my absolute favorite actors. So you put anybody around who's not as seasoned, I'm going to think that they're not up to him but mm-hmm. you know in this I thought she was alright man she, she was, was alright yeah, she, no, she was, she was better in this than she was in what was that the card counter the card that's the movie I'm talking yeah. about because yeah. this is a comedic role for her and this is a and she got a little action stuff to do in here she actually got to be serious with a gun for a little while well, a little bit yeah and, and it was well, not that I mean her part in it isn't even that comedic it's 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 bordering on dramatic. It's just kind of right yeah. there. She just had a couple of funny lines that yeah. actually really did make me laugh yeah she was much better in this I liked it uh, I wish I could have seen both of them more, but you're right. It just seemed like they were just kind of just accidental in the movie, you know, just thrown in to be, because they needed somebody to bring them in. Yeah. Well, they are part of what I think is the problem for this movie. Because uh, I think this movie starts out smarter than what it ends up. Because mm-hmm. with, with I, I got some big laughs in, in the very beginning. I, I like the setup for it uh, and, and all the back and forth. There just came a point somewhere in the middle, probably even before that, where... I felt like they, they bring in this whole CIA plot with yeah. CIA agents and all that. And it's that thing of, you know, what, once a gun comes into a story, the creativity goes out unless, the, unless that was always present there. And um, this movie, I think, I wish it had believed in itself to just make it about Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage because all that mm. stuff worked. And, the, the, and the, the trailer even showing that just a whole weekend with a guy who's a, a, a billionaire who's kind of weird, where you don't know where things are going to go, that's a really interesting movie that you could play out. Yeah. But they just so quickly go, well, we got to put in this whole CIA crime plot. And the plot just, it it hijacks the movie and takes over. And it's not even that well thought out or mm-hmm. anything we haven't seen before. And I just kept feeling like, I wish we could just drop this. Yeah. No, see, I agree with you. 
to a certain degree on some things. When you said everybody in this movie is not that good or they're just kind of incidental in there. There was one other actor well, who I thought was very good. Well, I thought Sharon Horgan, who played the wife, I thought she was funny because she's the wife that is sick of his shit. And she has so many reactions to, to just some of the dumb things that he does that made me laugh because they felt natural. There was so many times that he was messing up and she was like, oh, shit. You know, come on, man. I, you know, and, I, I, I see Sharon Horgan do that same thing so often. See, I don't see her that often. Yeah. So I, I, I liked her. I actually, I actually liked her. Uh, you know, I, and that's another thing. It's just, it's just, I made this joke early, but I'm being serious. It's, it's, it really is weird seeing Nicolas Cage be with a woman his own age because <laughs> it's, it, it makes him seem normal. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It, I mean, he seemed his most normal yeah, in this. They make him seem, you know, being with a woman this his age makes him seem normal. And, you know, who the fuck was that? <laughs> you know, like, we, won't be, we, won't, we won't weird Nicolas Cage. But she, I liked her. I liked her. Um, even the daughter I kind of like because she just she kept calling him out, man. Uh, but one of the things I will agree with you on, because the the thing with this film, and I'm not going to sit up here and, and try to tell people who they are and what they like and whatnot. I would just tell you a feeling that I get. Uh, and we always say this. This is a meta movie about movies. And critics love that. Mm-hmm. Movie hipsters love that. You know what I'm talking about. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that'll be enough for them to say this is an awesome movie. Like, because at times, the meta things that go on in this, it is clever. And as I told you, the chemistry between these two guys is great. That'll be enough to steer people over to say that this is an awesome and great and probably perfect film. Uh, but to your point, I just, just and it did happen maybe a little after halfway, because it got to that point in the movie where this became, you know, uh, a real buddy action comedy type movie and the action is just not that great. The action part ain't, the, the whole action oh, no. storyline ain't nothing special. You know, the, you get a car chase, you get a sneering villain, you got nameless henchmen uh, who's not even, you know, the, none of this stuff is, is all that thrilling. And the funny thing about it is to show you just how much they don't care about that part of the movie. Nicolas Cage gets out of all that shit easily. <laughs> easily. Super easy. Barely you know, by the, by the power of Nicolas Cage, he's able to get out of these situations. So they, they just... He gets stabbed and later, uh, and by later, I mean two seconds later, it's like, oh, did he? He yeah, running. You forget well, all about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he got those Nicolas Cage powers, man. I told you about it. He got that crazy adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the power of crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It, it, it is... And I'm not. And to me, I think that it seemed like I, I know that this is not the main part of the movie. The main part of the movie is the comedy. It is these two guys right here. But I felt like they could have put just a little bit more into that. Because I'm gonna tell you that some of the action parts in here, the, they got a car chase. They got a car chase in this that is just edited bad. <laughs> that car. They, that car just flying out of nowhere. That <laughs> car flying out of nowhere, and then they got a shot with one. They got one of the villains. It almost like they use the same shot. He's firing a machine gun straight at Nicolas Cage. And, and, oh, it's his wife in a car or something. And he's shooting straight at it. And they cut to it twice. And it looks like the same shot. And he ain't hitting shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this is so, this edit is so bad to where you can tell. It's, it's edited good enough to where you can tell the proximity of things. But edited bad enough to where it's like, I can tell that this is all cut together sloppily. You know, it's, I thought it was edited pretty bad. Only that car chase. I'm not saying that for the rest of the movie. Um... But the bromance that they have here is the that's the comedy focus of the movie, and even doing some of those action parts, that's what makes it actually work. 
You know, that the action here, like I said, is bland. That storyline is bland. But every now and then they'll have a good punch up where they'll do some Nicolas Cage hobby stuff and then it'll make me smile again. There they are. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> you know, I'll do something like that. You know, sometimes I'll get a big laugh, and sometimes it'll just make me smile. And I'll just like, all right, you know what? You said something funny. You got me through it. The focus is the comedy. Uh, and also, Nicolas Cage. You know, we talk about how meta this is. You know, Nicolas Cage, with all the meta stuff in here, that stuff actually works for me. Uh because it, the meta is more of a laugh-at-yourself uh, kind of thing. You know, it's always seeming like, all right, you know what, for all the news about me, all the tabloid stuff that's out there, this is a chance for me to just make fun of all that. Not let it get, not let it get to me. Um, also, in this, I don't, know how, I don't know how you guys felt about this, but and you saw this in the trailer. I was actually going to not say anything about this because... Because uh, I thought that they were going to try to keep this secret, but I won't tell you what what it you know oh. I don't I won't tell you how it works into the movie. But you see some some flashbacks or something going on with a younger Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah. And yeah. I will say, some people might not like it. It worked well for me. I thought it actually looked pretty good because one of the things that people said is that you know doing this stuff uh with the with the deep fakes of the cg uh the de young de-aging the, the, the de-aging yeah the de-aging of characters of, of actors they say well it's too stiff it's not expressive none not enough movement going on and you don't get any more expressive in animated than nicholas cage yeah, that's true and i thought like damn this is getting good it's enough to where i'm thinking like hey you actors better watch what you do and say because this shit is getting it's catching up with you no, now this technology just keeps getting better and better yeah i mean honestly it was still pretty good in captain america civil war with the young robert downey jr it was but and did you notice he was still kind of like he wasn't as animated you know true true i mean it had the benefit of like yes but this is a hologram so you have to you know you can't expect the world from it yeah but uh, but you know, there's Gemini man. Yeah, went that, all out on on that shit. If I was an actor, I'd be a little worried right <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly, because I was in the studio. I said, "You keep fucking up." If I was Ezra Miller <laughs> right now, <laughs> I would get a computer and clone his ass. Right, oh, you ain't to get rid of him. Uh -huh. Shit, just you know, give his ass a little money. They get your little crazy ass on somewhere. We got a, uh, we got the Ezra Miller two point How dare you still put him in movies? Hey, it's not him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This Ezra Miller likes women. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, anyway, I'm going to pass it to Julian a little bit, but I'll let you kind of have the last words here and wrap it up and whatnot. Well, I do think it's a fun movie. Uh, it, it, it's it's not as good as I had hoped it might be, but it's also not as bad as, as I thought it possibly could be. It's yeah. it's a fun time. It's a, uh, I, I, I got a lot more laughs in the beginning, and they were, they were genuine laughs. Mm -hmm. And then more chuckles as it went along, and then maybe smiles by by the end. Uh, and, and like I said, my, my biggest disappointment was that they had a really good thing going, but they decided to to let the plot take over so much of it uh, when it should have really that should have been 
I mean, it feels like an afterthought, but it should have really been an afterthought, like something that was just kind of playing in the background and at the end, some kind of reveal. Uh, the stuff with the young Nicolas Cage was cool. I do kind of wish they had just several different Nicolas Cage because he has so many errors, so many movies, oh, yeah. so many wigs. Yeah. They, <laughs> like, yeah. like, I would just love to see a room that just had nothing but all the wigs he's worn in all his different movies. Shit, I wish they had a scene where his wigs were talking to him. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but stuff like that, you're like, wow, this could have really gone somewhere. I mean, it's, it's not his first time making a meta movie. Uh, just when you think about adaptation, that, that was mm-hmm. sort of there as well. But like I said, it's, it's a fun movie. I just, for me, it was more something that Hardcore Nicolas Cage fans and film hipsters, this is this is for you. And for everybody else, it's it's you know it's nice, it's it's fun. I I, I looked at it partly with the eye of okay, if I'm somebody who barely knows who Nicolas Cage is, how would I feel about this movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that, it'd be like, well, it was cute. And yeah. I had fun every so often, almost like a like a cartoon at times. I I, I would give this a, a very high rental. I, I think watching it at home is the best way to see this. Yeah, I and you know I definitely enjoyed this more than you did. I and maybe it's because of what you just said. Because I am a Nicolas Cage fan, and I just like Nicolas Cage acting crazy. But like I said, I really did enjoy. I really did enjoy him and uh, and Pedro Pascal together, man. You know, I haven't seen it in theater. I don't you know don't regret going. It was a good time for me. Uh, like, look, if you like if you like Nicolas Cage and you love hipster movies about movies, then you're going to love this because that's just the way you are. <laughs> you know how it is. But uh, if you don't fit in that category, I still think it's silly enough because, you know, when, when, when sometimes you see these meta movies, man, they try to be smarter mm-hmm. than probably what they actually are. They try to come across too smart. They want to be, you know, intellectual and whatnot. Look at us. We, you know, we know movies. We know movie history. We know references. And this doesn't do, it's not, it, it, it's, yeah, it's not it that. is not like, let's talk about Hollywood. Let's make a bunch of references that the average mm-hmm. person doesn't know. No, this is almost bordering on slapstick. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that this is that meta movie that general audiences can go into and still like a lot because the emphasis, the emphasis on the buddy action comedy where the further emphasis is on the buddies in the movie. So even if the action falls short, it doesn't matter much for somebody like me because since this is mostly a comedy and I got plenty of laughs out of it, then I got what they thought they were trying to deliver. And these two guys are awesome, man. It's I mean, and the only the only heartbreaking thing to me is that, I mean, they, you know, looking at this, these two, I just wanted them to be gay. Because they just, <laughs> and they, they love, man, they really love each other. They're just like, I wish one of them was a chick. Mm. Uh, they uh, they were gay or they would like, they turned each other out or something because they, they, re, they, they if they, they are ready to take it to another level <laughs> in this movie. And I, and I, and that was one of the biggest things that came through to me. I was like, damn, their chemistry is so strong that if they made out, I'd be like, this is natural. <laughs> you sure. know, this is. This was the next level thing to go to. Uh, for me, it's it's kind of not really the I'll say the opposite of you, but it does. Well, you say it's a high rental. It is a, a way step higher where it's a high matinee for me. Like, uh, but again, again, you know, this is somebody who really does love Nicolas Cage a lot and love the way Pedro Pascal was in this. I think it's a lot of fun. Things a lot of fun, but. Uh, you think, boy? <laughs> so this movie has me on two different sides. Like on one side, I'm like Pedro Pascal and uh, Nicolas Cage together. The chemistry together they had was just so good. 
and there's a lot of funny moments and there's a lot of comedic moments but at the same time with those comedic moments they're also tied into uh nicholas cage like you knowing who exactly nicholas cage is and the and the stuff he's and the projects he's done so a lot of those jokes i didn't get and i think a lot of people that go to this movie that don't know who nicholas cage is or haven't seen a lot of his projects they're gonna be the exact same way like this there's, there's the i don't know who nicholas cage is. i mean i mean not like that but you know what you know what, like, if you don't see a lot of his movies, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of jokes yeah. tied into his movies, yeah, you yeah. know, so you're going to be a little bit confused when those when those jokes hit. Uh, to bring up what you said earlier, um, uh, Tiffany Haddish, I did not like her in the movie at all. I did not like, I thought her acting was so bad. I thought her line delivery was so bad. Uh, she bothered me throughout the film. And she's a, a, a beautiful black queen, but her in this film just bothered the hell out of me. And I'm like, I cannot wait for her to get, to get off the goddamn screen. God damn. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, how'd you like it when she had a shaved head and then she came no, back I, and she had a small afro <laughs> and she came back later and her head was shaved again? <laughs> like, her hair and stuff didn't bother me. It was like, her acting is just like, oh, my God. Like, go on somewhere with this. Like, I know you better than this. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'm on both sides uh, with this movie. But if I had to give it a rating, and I, first thing I'm going to say, is, or another thing I'm going to say is, uh, the first act of this movie to me was just so slow. You know, I was just like, geez, pick up the goddamn pace. Like, there's a, <laughs> there is something that happens in the beginning, the first freaking two minutes of the movie, and I forgot that it even happened. You know, so I got to give it some some rental. It's just a straight up rental. Like, okay. I, I don't know. I didn't like it that much. All right. All right. No, hey. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I'm not. <laughs> no, okay, I'll say no, this. No, no, if, no. I, I hear you. If no, you're a I, Nicolas Cage fan, I feel like you're gonna enjoy this film like crazy. But it's just if you're like me and you don't know too much about him, you're gonna be like, uh, that's okay. actually fair, man. You know, if you don't know, if you come in and say you don't know a lot about his movies and whatnot, actually, that's an interesting perspective to have because you know, while I say that a lot of mainstream audiences could come in here, but really, it does rely on a lot of Nicolas Cage references. In yeah, the film, like so. a lot of jokes are tied into those references. In so, so yeah, so I mean, if you yeah, if you if you say that, I I totally understand. Where you're coming from, and you think about it like when we were coming up, he was in a lot of big mainstream movies. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, no, it it has been. But I always think like you know, even though it's been a while since he's been the Nicolas Cage that he was, which in the movie he acknowledges. He's like, yeah, I'm not that Nicolas Cage anymore. I am the guy that does anything. But that's the point. He's the. If I think that younger people know him like, it, damn, it's that dude that does every goddamn thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out there. So, so, but I get where you're coming from, man. You yeah. know, I, I, and you know what? It is one of those movies where there's a lot of different mm-hmm. angles to come from. So depending on where you're standing or where you know where you're coming from with this movie, it can be taken a lot of ways, yeah. mm-hmm. which you got a lot of those things here in the movie. And one of the things, like I say, I just, I, I, I agree with you very much on is like, I do think... The second half is weaker than the first. I do, I do think that as much. But, uh, but I, like I said, I did enjoy. 